Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, as some may say, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is, in case you missed it, SMB stands for small and medium-sized business. I've been engaged with SMBs in a multitude of ways for the past 20 years. And if you like inspirational business-related discussion, you need to check out the voices here on Fridays at talkradio.myc. Between myself, Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus right before me, Jeremiah Fox on the Entrepreneurial Web after me, and later on today, Joseph Franklin McElroy on Wise Content Creates Wealth. Over the last two decades... I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership around small, medium-sized business happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're so anxious to start the weekend and get away from the office and cut loose, play some golf, play some softball, which I'm very much looking forward to these week, this weekend. Uh, these crucial pearls of wisdom. They get often overlooked. They're forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities. On Always Friday, we like to take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity and discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, so there is definitely some deeper meaning here, people. It's not just a play on words, though I do like a good play on words. It's almost the weekend. I've got some shades on. Let's get this party started. Today, we're talking about getting your SMB on the air. Every SMB has their story to tell, but have they started doing their own podcast or weekly live talk show to get their voice out there? Or have they been a guest on my show just yet? You know, who knows, maybe. Uh, according to a blog on mentalhelp.net and a memorable Jerry Seinfeld comedy routine, for those who remember, the vast majority of people rank fear of public speaking as their number one fear. And then number two is death. So, which again means, according to Jerry Seinfeld, they'd rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. Uh, for some people, you know, means fear of speaking to large groups, but for others, it means even speaking to a single person, even if that person has the power, especially if that person has the power to evaluate you. Doing a podcast seems to be on a lot of SMB's to-do list, yet many businesses, they, they either don't have the time, don't take the time, or they're deathly afraid to get their voice out there. Who can they speak to if they want to get their business on the air? So our special guest today is one of the people that your SMB would want to get in touch with ASAP. And he's also the great Oz behind the curtain behind Always Friday delivery to you people. So have you guys ever heard the talk is cheap? Well, we're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is to use the insight on the SMB landscape and really create some impact come Monday morning. Far too often, SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems, the shiny new mousetrap, magic wand, new app, new tech. In my travels, products change every single day in every other facet of our lives, business, personal, no matter. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first and keeping focus on the process that's going to help you get to your goals. I promise you people, the products will be there when you need them. Everything begins and ends with the right people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, phenomenal show here today. I've been looking forward to this for quite some time. Our guest is none other then Sam Leibowitz, the executive producer of talkradio.myc and host of his own show, The Conscious Consultant Hour. I, I always think when I say stuff like that, not only the president of the Hair Club for Men, he's also a member. Uh, but who is Sam Leibowitz? In an era of confusion and disruption, Sam Leibowitz, the conscious consultant, is the only specialist of his kind who uniquely utilizes ancient wisdom with a modern perspective to empower people around the world so they can get past whatever challenges they're facing to live, feel, and be better without a guru or expert or new app telling them that they need to be fixed. My, his mission as a conscious consultant, he wants you to more fully embrace your authentic and empowered self so that you can live a more harmonious, peaceful life and call upon more of your gifts. He seeks to support you in being more prepared to face whatever challenges life brings your way, and that's only the beginning of what you can find in a journey together. Sam's vision is to empower, inspire, and uplift you to uncover, activate, and harness your innate superpowers, to discover the dormant aspects of yourself that are getting to be called upon to bring you greater clarity, peace, success, and the journey, which I like beginning with the end in mind, but there's a lot to be learned from the journey. The path we all travel on together will bring you the understanding and embodiment of how powerful you truly are. After years of studying personal success principles, esoteric spiritual traditions, and a unique 
shamanic uh, lineage, Sam has adapted and integrated all he has experienced and learned into practical, easy to follow guidance. Whether he works with you one-on-one or as a business, uh, you will benefit from a ridiculous multitude of experience as both an entrepreneur and a healer. I can speak from personal experience, people. Uh, Having traveled two very different paths gives Sam a very unique perspective on life and the world around us. He's here to guide and encourage you with a humble heart and a sharp mind. Uh, Just a righteous dude. Sam is the best person I can think of to discuss this here today. Uh, We're also going to talk about uh, my favorite questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who would you like to hear play it? You're going to love these answers. Taking a break from engineering my show to exhibit his voice for radio and his face for Hollywood. Sam, welcome to Always Friday. Ah, thank you so much, Steve. Such a pleasure. You know, that the, the bio you read is one I worked on with a branding specialist a couple of years ago. Well, last year, actually, the year before last. And, and uh, you know, it's so funny because it's not the bio I usually share with people when they want my bio. I have a much simpler one. But as you're reading it, I'm listening to it and go, wow, that's like pretty good. <laughs> that's what I told you. I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to read this whole thing because it was too good to ignore. Sam, yeah. lay it on us. I, I know you've had a crazy road of experience, but... Yeah. Give us a couple minutes behind how you got to this point, because, you know, lending, you know, getting your voice out there, getting the story out there, you know, I'm really big on that. And I I think you and and the team do such a great job with the network. You know, tell us all how you got to this point. Well, it's kind of funny because my background way, way back when is really in technology. But I did develop a love of public speaking at a young age because when I was in college, a friend of mine encouraged me to come over and check out the speech and debate team. So I went over to one of the meetings and I just loved the coach. He's this wonderful Italian guy, Fran Giordano, who, you know, chubby, gray haired, but jolly and, and just he's such a wonderful human being. And so it, it encouraged me. And so I. I went and I, I participated in some uh, uh, events and, and it's like my, I remember the first speech I gave, I had everything written out on index cards and my handwriting is awful and I couldn't even read what I wrote. And it was the worst speech I ever gave in my life. And that's the good news <laughs> because after that, you know, with practice, things just get better and better and better. That's why I've said, and I think I said it to you, Steve, it's like, if you want to do a podcast or a radio show or anything that involves public speaking, just get started because the first time you do it, it's going to be the worst time. But then I, my, my major in college uh, was computer science. I also had a major in fine art, um, but I ended up starting to work before I graduated. And I, I, again, being in New York City, where do you go in the financial services industry? So I started off working for a bank, chemical bank. And I was actually just a teller. I was just, a, you know, counting money all day long. And I got really good at it. I can count money really fast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but then I, when I graduated, I job posted into a department uh, that supported the cash management. So I was working with like VPs and directors of finance of like major Fortune 500 companies. And when they came out with the new microcomputer-based products, because I I was experienced with them from college, I learned it really quick. And then they started sending me out to train people on how to use this stuff. Now, I started training people on how to use computers who had no computer background at all. And so I found ways to sort of take this very technical knowledge and translate it down into plain English so they could get it, that they could understand just the basic concept of how a computer works, input and output and peripherals and, 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 you know, keyboard and a printer and, you know, all this stuff. And I found it's really funny because now I've, I've studied all these esoteric high concepts and stuff, but that that ability that I developed early on of translating things down into easy, practical, uh, you know, steps to follow, it's, it's has stayed with me this whole time. And, and so for about the first nine years of my career, I worked for different banks, financial institutions, even a, a trade association. And, and then I was just like, you know what, I'm working pretty hard and my paycheck 
does not reflect the difference in how hard I work compared to the guy in the cubicle next to me. So I decided to become a consultant. And, and I, I actually joined a friend of mine, someone I knew uh, from an organization. I was a member of the National Space Society. And someone said, hey, Sam, talk to the guy, John, who does our newsletter. He's a consultant. So I met with him, started working with him part time for like a year until a big enough project came along. And then I could leave my job and, and became a consultant full time. And then from there, it's just, I kept starting new businesses, mostly with partners. I, uh, uh, we, we got into Japanese animation. Eventually, we started a publishing company that got bought out by a distributor. Then we started another Japanese animation publishing house, left that, got into aerospace, left that, got into real estate. And then about 11 years ago, I met a guy at a party. And, and he, he, he was like, so, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm an acupuncturist. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And he's in his next breath, he goes, but I've decided to become a Buddhist monk and I'm selling off all my worldly goods. I'm like, oh, wow, that's different. I'm like, well, have you sold your business yet? And he's like, no, not yet, but I'm talking to some people. So then I, I'm like, okay. And we're talking a little bit more. And then he says, oh yeah. And I started this internet radio station. I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds a little familiar. What's your name again? And he says, Giorgio Repetti. And I'm like, ah, I know who you are because my friend Larry Sharp does a radio show on your network and he's told me about you, but he's never put us together. There he is standing in front of me. <laughs> a week later, we meet, we have this two and a half hour conversation and I kind of jokingly by the end of the conversation say, this is such a great deal. It's like getting two businesses for the price of one. I'm like, if I can't find someone to buy your business, I'll buy it myself. And we both kind of chuckle about it because I'm not an acupuncturist. I had no desire to be an acupuncturist. But that night I go home to talk to my wife and I tell her the whole thing. And she's like, oh, forget helping him to sell his business. I'm like, really? And I was kind of crestfallen because I thought, oh, it's such a great opportunity. She goes, yeah. She goes, you know, after our real estate debacle, we may not have much money, but we may as well put it into a business that's actually making money. I'm like, oh, oh, what a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. And such, I took over the network and and have rebranded it several times, tweaked the business model. And I'm so thrilled because it is now at the largest point in terms of hosts and shows and where we're going. It, it, it's, it may have taken 11 years to get here, but I am completely thrilled at where we're at now. What a, what a story. I, uh, I, I, I can't, I have to agree. Like I've, I'm thrilled that you guys are where you are today and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. And it's, it's been an absolute blast for me. So I hope it's been a blast for you. I hope it's been a blast for listeners. Before we take a break, I'm going to sit out by the fire pit with you for just a second and, and talk a little bit, just some context for the day. I started out the year with two big words that I was trying to live by. And I've, I'm still kind of on these words of differentiation and gamification. If I'm not having fun, I'm not making money type of discussion. But, you know, the differentiation part, you know, doing a live weekly talk show is a differentiator. There's no, diff there's no doubt about it. Making appearances and telling your story and getting it out there. I, my personal awakenings around the networking power and just the idea of using your voice, addressing the number one fear of most people, the benefits are exponential, including the ability to differentiate, have fun and create multiple areas of content engagement. It's like, it, it's like everything all in one. It's the best of every world there is. But then in addition, I just came off of a virtual conference with a, with a financial planners association out, uh, out West actually. And uh, the topics of succession, growth, and resilience kept coming up over and over again. Succession, you know, baby boomers, 10,000 retiring a day, growth, everybody wants growth, but especially nowadays with, you know, a lot of the shifting in generation, a lot of millennial Gen Z, like really trying to you know, take, take the world by storm and start businesses and grow them quickly and, you know, get a lot of attention about it. Also has, I, I've been thinking a lot the last few days about just being responsive over reaction. And I know I talked to you a little bit about that. You know, response is the first part of responsibility. And it comes from a perspective of like really having emotional intelligence and a nice engineered approach, great process with the right people, instead of an emotional reaction in the heat of the moment. And, you know, just to sum that up real quick, if you can't bring yourself to address the number one fear you can still record audio video of your specific story, one minute, three minute, five minutes, work on your elevator pitch, whatever. As my old friend Jeff Bloomfield said when he autographed his copy of, my copy of his book, Story-Based Selling, dude, what's your story? Go tell it. 
And I think that's that's a big one for us. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with Sam Leibowitz, executive producer of talkradio.myc. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. back everyone it's friday it's always friday it's me stephen fry your smb guy it's not just me though we're here with sam Leibowitz, executive producer of talkradio.myc and hosts himself of his own podcast live weekly talk show the conscious consultant hour right here on talkradio.myc sam we're gonna kick things off here with a little bit of the method behind your madness and i i know we're gonna we're gonna love this discussion before we dive into it I just want to bring up your book, which I finally read, which I keep telling you I should have read it when I first got it because it would have saved me a whole bunch of pain and and discussion the last couple of months. But uh, everything that I was looking for was basically in here. Uh, So Everyday Awakening, you are more powerful than you know. Phenomenal read from Sam. you know, if you guys are looking to be uplifted, a moment to reset and come back to center, a companion guide for a peaceful state of mind and more, this is it. Uh, Sam, t- talk to us a little bit about, you know, before we get into the method behind all of your madness, uh, the, the methods that you got into in this book, because the, the it, it really spoke to me. So th- give us a little bit on this. So let me just talk about the method for a minute of how I wrote the book, because sure. I didn't just sit down with the intention of writing a book like this wasn't going to be my first book. It was going to be a different one. But what I what had happened was because of the newsletter that we put out every week for the network, uh, just to add some extra content, I'd write a blog every week. And actually, in the beginning, we were doing it twice a week. So I was writing two blogs a week. And then I, I like looked back over and especially over the last couple of years, I kept getting feedback from people like, oh, this was the perfect blog for me to read today. Oh, this really, you know, I so relate to what you talked about today. Hey, you should really publish these. And so uh, I I really, at the beginning of the last year, was sort of at the point where, like, I know I need to come out with a book this year. I have all this material. 
why don't I take it and do something with it? So I hired a professional editor to, to help me with, you know, tightening it up, selecting out. I mean, I had hundreds of blog posts and, and that would have made a ridiculously thick book. So we pulled out 126 of really the best ones. And it was kind of a collaboration between me and my editor, Stephanie, who was wonderful. And, and, and then it was like figuring out how do we organize it? And then we organized it into seven major chapters and each one has a section and they have 18 uh, little sections per chapter. And, and they're nice, short, like five minute reads that you don't have to even read it in order. You can just like thumb through it because they're not organized chronologically. You don't have to start on page one and go to page, you know, 200. It, you can like just flip it open to a random page and there will be a message for you probably fairly related to what you're dealing with at that particular time. I actually, I really loved that about the book. And thank you for clarifying exactly what the 126 different points were. That was a question of mine. So, uh, but the seven different categories that you broke the book into really spoke to me. So, you know, and I do, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of the process. So things in their kind of proper order, you know, you started with foundation, then growth, then will, then relationships, then truth, vision, and finally world. Talk to us a little bit about that. So when I was trying to figure out how to organize all this, I said to my editor, you know, because I'm a big believer in numerology and the sort of sacredness around numerology. So like to me, seven and 12 are two numbers that are very, have a lot of energy around them. And so she said, 12 is probably too many. Let, let's do seven if you want to do one between the two. And seven is the seven chakras, which are energy centers. It comes from, well, there's, there's a little discussion around it, but I mean, it, it, it's an Indian, a Hindu based idea, though, though it can also be Chinese and, and Taoist. But the seven chakras are seven energy centers that are located in the body. The, the first one is the root, which is our foundation. And then next to that is the sacral chakra, which is, you know, like a, uh, the two inches below the belly button. And then the solar plexus chakra, which is root, the heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye chakra, and then the crown chakra. Now, the thing is, is I basically use them as organizing principles, but the energy around them. So uh, it, it's, it, it's uh, like foundational stuff, which is uh, um, survival, uh, you know, food, shelter, clothing, you know, the basics of what we need. That's the root. The, the sacral chakra is about then growth, creativity, reproduction, sex, passion. Then the solar plexus chakra is about personal will and organization. It's sort of how we feel about ourselves and this organizing principle for our life. Our heart chakra is all about connection and community and our relationship to other people. The throat chakra is about speaking your truth, not just about truth, but about us enunciating, speaking our truth, our vibration, the energy we give out. The third eye chakra, which a lot of people consider it's like our psychic abilities and stuff, but it's our ability to see clearly everything. And so that's about vision, but it's about a broader vision. It's about a vision that transcends just physically what we see. And then the crown chakra is our connection to all that is. It's the connection to the world around us, to spirit, to our imagination, to our inspiration. And, and so you can look at these things in a very esoteric manner, but you can also look at them from a very practical, and that's what I like to do, is say, okay, here's this very esoteric concept of chakras, let's relate it to something practical, day-to-day, -day, that anybody can use in their life. I love it, and it speaks to a lot of people on an individual level, I'm sure, but on the small, medium-sized business world side of things, I was very moved by the way you set up this book because, you know, out of the seven categories, right, relations falls right in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like, you know, being the people first guy that I am, first I'm like, oh, maybe that should come first. But it is the glue that really holds all of this together. If you're a small, medium-sized business owner, 
the foundation growth and will is a lot of how you get started and how you keep things moving. Exactly. Because you can relate them all to business. The foundation, it's like getting started. You got to be able to pay your bills, keep the lights on, keep the door open. Then it's like, how are you going to grow that business? Then it's, 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 you know, how are you organizing your business? Because as you're growing, you have to have an org chart. You have to pull in different positions. Then it's about people. It's about your employees, your customers, how you relate to the world. Then it's, throat it, it's all about speaking your truth it's about communication it's about the vision getting it out there right the third eye about vision it's like what's long-term vision what's the greater vision for the company you know what's its purpose in the world and then the crown it's like about connection to all around us how are we contributing giving back how is the the business going to survive past the, the current generation that's running the business it's, it's all very practically related to business so if you let me philosophize with you for just a moment here um, you know, the vision and world piece at the end, uh, when I was, you know, looking through all of this and, you know, really taking it to heart, you know, I felt a lot of similarity to some of my discussions out there where business owners and managers that I, that I worked with, you know, where they're constantly fixated on product and like delusions of grandeur and money and all kinds of things where that's, that's kind of what they're so fixated on. And they forget about the first five steps that you laid out of foundation, growth, will, relationships, truth, vision, and before vision and moral. And the way that you put it with the, the throat chakra, as far as truth, if we just talk about giving your SMB a voice, which is something that I love to do here, it's something that you love to do, and it's something that you know, you've made a great business and a great community, if you will, here. That's been one of my biggest differentiating awakenings as of late is if you're willing to take on the number one fear of people around the world, you'll have so much benefit and so much excitement and so much fun. I don't know. Everyone's got their story to tell. And and I really feel that with the network, that one of the biggest distinguishing factors is the the community aspect of bringing people together of 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 getting the different um hosts to support each other and shout each other out like i'm, I'm looking at the facebook live right now and tommy demisa who has the show right before you shouting us out and and you know talking about so good and then you did the same thing on his show and it's those that kind of support that kind of community effort is really something that I've always, I've always created in anything that I've gotten involved with over the years, but bringing people together. So then it's like, you don't have to do things all on your own. You don't have to be like a lone voice in the woods shouting that nobody's listening to. Now it's a community. It's a group of people who, you know, have all different aspects are talking about different things, but we're all about being in service. And this is why like one of our, one of our taglines is professional serving community. And that's what we're here to do is to serve our audience, to serve people, but we're not doing it on our own. We're doing it with each other. And isn't it always more fun when you do something with other people? 100%. I've always been like, I always need noise and community in my life. And you know, I love my boy, Tommy D to cut through all the static, join Tommy in his attic. Uh, you can join Stevie in the basement. That's where my little studio is in the basement. So opposite ends of the house. But, uh, you know, going back to last year, like when the pandemic was first getting started, you had, you had written a blog on May 5th that said the world needs to hear our voice now more than ever before. And I, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't agree more. And when I was at this conference with the Financial Planners Association last week, you know, was, obviously there's questions floating around about what are you guys doing a little differently now? What's your growth ideas? Yeah, you know, we got to figure things out. It's going to, it's weird. It's weird. It has been weird. It might be weird getting things back to work. And the biggest commentary I could, I could give them was every business I've worked with has their story. Don't be afraid to use your voice. There's unbelievable things that come from using your voice. You, you know, now I would just add one more word into that, that, that text, uh, that context, which is the world needs to hear your our authentic Authentic voice voice. because people need to hear like that we're going through struggles just like them that we're having challenges the same way they are that they want to and and the reason why the world needs to hear our voice is because by us having the courage and and the bravery to put ourselves out there 
and to say the things that we feel called to say, we then live as an example so they can go out there and, and share their voice because people are looking to hear like that they're not alone in this craziness that we're all in the middle of. And, and now, yeah, we're coming out of the pandemic, but the world is still changing faster than ever before. A yeah. lot of people are having a very hard time with that. Whole industries are being disrupted and changed. And that's, you know, it can be a great thing. It's a wonderful opportunity. And at the same time, it can cause a lot of stress. It can be very challenging for people to deal with that. Absolutely. The only constant is change. We're going to talk more about that in just a minute. We'll be right back with the great Oz behind the curtain of Always Friday and talkradio.myc. Sam Leibowitz. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with the man, the myth, the legend, the man with a voice for radio and a face for Hollywood, behind the curtain of talkradio.myc, Sam Leibowitz, executive producer and host of the Conscious Consultant Hour. Sam, I want to dive a little bit into the madness. Uh, we were talking just now about the community feeling that we've, we've created here. And just to go back to that for a second, part of the madness that I've personally seen out there as it relates to getting SMBs on air and getting people's voices out there in the way that we've been doing it, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different ways of, 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 of getting it started, but it's you got to get it started. It's kind of like, you know, like you said. Well, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like a lot of us are busy, busy professionals like yourself, me, Tommy, Graham, uh, Jeremiah, you know, we're all busy professionals. And when you're busy, you want to do more stuff, but if you do trying to do everything by yourself, you're never going to get it off the ground. Yeah. And so it's so interesting how, both you and Tommy and other people who have come to the station over the last year, it's like you all were like, yeah, I wanted to do something like this, but I just couldn't get it off the ground myself. 
but by hiring a network or joining a network where there's support and we have production assistants and producers that, that help with all of that. Now it's like it relieves this huge burden and makes it so easy for you to come on and just show up and just focus on the part that that's really your specialty, which is the content, the people and everything else. Yep. And, and also on the community, there are two things I want to say in the community aspect. First, yep. I see Pat Duckworth on the Facebook Live, who is will be our first international host on the network out of yes. the UK. Uh, she's going to be joining us uh, June 24th with her show, Hot Women Rock. Um, and she's all about women's health in the workplace and otherwise. I'm really, really thrilled to have her join us. There you go, from, from across the pond, as they say. And, and actually, if you go back to my logo for the Conscious Consultant. I love it, by the way. My logo of, and, and it's an homage to Dr. Strange, because I love Dr. Strange because he's a superhero, but he's a magician. He's mystical. Yes. And so it's, it's I, I, this logo comes from a former host of the network, Michael Dolce, who used to do a show with us, Secrets of the Sire. And so I said to him, because, you know, he was doing the show all around comic books and pop culture and the movies and the TV shows with all the Marvel comics coming out. And so I just loved like how how like comic books were such a a a basic way or or an approachable way to express sometimes very high esoteric ideas and, and these higher ideals. And so I thought, you know, it would be cool to have a logo that's based on like a comic book character, but obviously I can't like take an actual comic book character. So I said, Michael, I love Doctor Strange. Can you make a Doctor Strange logo for me that's kind of looks like me, a guy with glasses, but like in a business suit, but with the cape and, you know, and he came up with the idea of the crystal and everything. And so I love this logo because it's the embodiment of what I try and do, which is bring like esoteric stuff into practical day-to-day -day stuff that can serve business owners, professionals, and, and people who are looking for something different and are open because they realize like the same old stuff that they've heard their whole life just isn't working for them anymore. So first things first, uh, you need to hook me up with Michael Dolce because I do have a comic book concept for uh, a potential logo rebranding for myself. Ah, but, uh, okay. You know, ba back to the, the madness side of things and getting started. You know, kind of like you were saying, anybody can do a podcast these days. Anybody can record themselves. And I would urge people to do it, especially if they've, they've kind of struggled with the idea of public speaking and trying to get, really get it out there. But, you know, back to the community feeling, you know, what if we're up to, what, 15 shows on the network and all the different yep. hosts that, we're, that, we're, that we all get to hang out with on the monthly host meetings that, that you do. I mean, part of the madness that you must deal with is having, you know, crazy hosts like me on, on, on your network. But aside from that, yeah, the feeling of community here, like there's especially on Fridays, that's why I get so excited to, you know, give a quick, you know, shout out to everybody who's on the same day as me, because this is all like fairly awesome, small, medium-sized business, entrepreneurial focused discussion. Right. So like, you know, yes, you, 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 you pay for services, which you guys do a hell of a job with, I have to say, you, know, you. you pay for services and time slot and, and all of that. But, you know, you, again, it's exactly like you said, business owners, you know, they focus on their passion. That's why they go into business. Like they don't, they don't really go into business because they like doing, you know, payroll and dealing with employees and, and group benefits and all the stuff that I've dealt with for the past 20 years. They go into business for their passion. And when they tell their story, at least if I line up any of them I can think of, like even if they're all five in the same industry, they all can't wait to tell you about their passion and their story. So right. just help really helping the folks get it out there and getting them off the schneid, so to speak, in the sales world. Well, but it's something I learned a long time ago. Like any successful business person pays professionals pays other people to do the things that they're not good at so it, and it's one of the things like when i took over the network one of the things that giorgio instilled upon me was quality was audio quality that that because we're a small network and i don't have huge budgets to compete with some of the bigger networks out there the quality of what we did was always very important which is why for so many years we always did our shows in studio with professional microphones, mixers, condensers, the whole bit. 
And I never went to a virtual option because frankly, they sucked. The audio quality wasn't good. The, the internet connection wasn't good. Like I remember the days when everybody wanted to Skype in, oh, can I just do it over Skype? And I'd be like, no, because it sucks. And it wasn't until um, I've been using Zoom for a few years as a, a participant. And then when the locked, and, and then in January last year, before the pandemic hit, I integrated Zoom into our production system because, you know, as we all do now, I was doing Facebook Live with my interviews, but with the audio system, I, if someone was coming in, calling in, I could only get their audio on. I couldn't get their video on. So I wanted to have their video when I was interviewing people. So I integrated Zoom. And then I had this one woman who I know who's local to New York City, but at the time of her interview, she was back home visiting her family in Bangladesh. And when we did the interview, the audio quality was phenomenal. She sounded like she was next door. So it was after that, I was like, hmm, yeah, Zoom is like not bad. I think I could deal with this. And then the lockdown happened and it was just like, okay, I guess everybody's going virtual. So I threw everybody up on Zoom and it worked really well. And, and again, in the past, I had a resistance to this kind of thing, but then when I didn't resist what the reality of the environment was. So I had to literally transform my business from an in-person business to a virtual business literally over a weekend. I remember that Friday afternoon, Jeremiah was the last show at the time. He finished his show. I posted the shows. I backed up the hard drive. I looked around the office, put everything I could think of that I would need into my knapsack. It's like, don't know when I'll be back and left. And then Friday night started trying to figure out from home, like, how do I integrate stuff? How do I get the music and the commercials playing and figure all the technology out? And then at the time, Tuesday night was our first show of the week. And by Tuesday night, we were up and running. And of course, in the beginning, Zoom was having some challenges because of so many people going on it. But it went relatively well. We had some challenges with some of the Facebook videos now and then, but it all worked. And now it's like, by and, and one of the things I never realized is by going virtual, it's opened up the network to such a huger market that I can have a woman in the UK coming on the network and doing a show with us. I mean, right now, even our current shows, you're doing your show from Jersey. Tommy does his from Long Island. Doctor, Reverend Dr. Tara Lynn Curry does her show from Connecticut. Uh, Kevin Barbaro is doing his show from South Carolina. I mean, we're literally all over the place which I don't really have a problem with being talkradio.new York city, because anyone who's a New York city native knows that New York city is the center of the universe. So it's like, okay to have people from all over the place. I have concert tickets at the beacon in a few weeks. Can I come in and, and come to the studio? I'm, I'm vaccinated. What can we do? Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Well, it depends on the day, but yeah, we let me know. We can arrange something that day. I love it. Actually, the, the, where the, we were located, where the business was located when I first took it over, for eight years, we were on 72nd Street between Columbus and Amsterdam, right around the corner from the Beacon. I used to walk past it all the time. Yes. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll talk more music in just a few moments. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the community of the network, you know, going back to that for just a second, it is phenomenal. Like I, you know, Eric Sarver, you know, Tuesday night, 5, 5 p.m., Employment Law Today. You know, I, I work with tons of small, medium-sized businesses and their trusted advisors. You know, we've referred each other, you know, clients and opportunities, and it's it's just great. Like, it's great to have this type of think tank, but not only that, the folks that are just willing to get their voice out there and and be heard. And, and it's one of the beautiful things about the network, which I say to people all the time is, I think just about, not all, but almost every host on the network has been a guest on another host's show. And, it, and it's that kind of mutual support, that kind of working together. And we're also referring business to each other. So it's it's not just a, a, a community of people all doing shows on the same network. We're getting to know each other. We're becoming friends. We're, we're more than friends. You know, I really feel like with some of the hosts, like, I, if I was in trouble, I could reach out and I know you guys would step up for me. And if any of you guys were in trouble, I would step up for you. You know, like, like Jeremiah, he, he has a restaurant. 
he he had a really hard time for quite a while but you know we gave him the support you know what support we could to help him through the tough times and he's doing you know i mean he's still not doing great because of the environment but he's doing much better than he was before and it's that kind of um ethos that brings us together that I, I feel so grateful for because it's what I always wanted to create, but I feel it wasn't until like the current people who are on the network that really get it. And, and, and that's one thing I like honor you and, and Steve and, and Jeff and like Eric and all the people on the network. I, I really, really am so appreciative of how you show up week after week with the, the, in my opinion, the right kind of attitude for this network. Well, I, I certainly appreciate that. And I love Jeremiah's stuff too. I hope to meet him one of these days if he ever has time to take a break from working. But in the spirit of taking a break, we'll be right back right after this with Sam Leibowitz, executive producer of talkradio.nyc. Don't go nowhere. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. back to always friday with me stephen fry your smb guy we're talking with sam Leibowitz, the doctor strange of talkradio.myc uh don't forget everybody if you are a small medium-sized business entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur stay with talkradio.myc for the entrepreneurial web with jeremiah fox coming up right after me but bringing it back to sam Leibowitz, we're going to take things home with the message that folks need to take away over the weekend what weekend insight we can give them to make a Monday impact. And we've talked about some awesome stuff here today. Um, you know, one thing that I forgot, you know, from, you know, when we were talking just now that I wanted to throw out there is, you know, the just getting started piece, you know, really you have to strive for progress, not perfection. You have to, you know, it's right. Ziggler. We referenced it last week. You know, you have to step up the stairs, not stare up the steps. And it's something that was important for me to get things moving, but it's also the, it's some of the fun of doing a live show also. There's a lot of folks yeah. out there that are doing podcasts and doing other types of programs and everything's pre-recorded and edited, which don't get me wrong, I have to do some editing of a lot of the content that I've done myself. But you know, for, part of the fun of doing a live show is, yeah, it doesn't always go perfect. Right. Sorry, life isn't perfect. <laughs> right, and people actually like that. I mean, they've done studies that show that when things are more gritty, more real, that audiences actually respond to it because it feels more authentic and it was like i heard some ridiculous thing that like 
major corporations are spending millions of dollars to create videos that look like they were created on your phone in the backyard or something. And, and, and it's, a, again, it's, it's that authentic piece. It's just showing up as you are. And, and it's, you're more relatable when things aren't perfect. Now, look, I'm a big believer. There is a place for doing that pre-recorded, like edited, highly polished kind of content but for me, it's just more fun when it's not so perfect. It, it just it feels more real to me, more enjoyable, and it's more engaging. And that's one of the things that I think people often overlook that doing live versus pre-recorded is because when you're live, there's an opportunity for engagement. I mean, look, we've got a bunch of comments from people from Tommy and Pat and other people. Uh, so like you we can shout them out and they interact and they come back. I do it on my show every week. I have loyal listeners that I know William and Patty and Sanaya. They're like there every single week, listening, commenting, sharing. And, and, and it's, again, it, it's, it warms my heart and I know it makes them feel good because I always mention them on my show. So last week, one of the messages that we gave everybody for, you know, over the weekend was don't be afraid to push life's reset button. And I feel like with your book and a lot of the things that you do and just your general way of being, even just the title of the book, Everyday Awakening, it's kind of a lot about that, isn't it? It's just don't be afraid to push life's reset button. Don't be afraid to throw your voice out there in a live talk show forum. Well, I would say it a little differently because sometimes pushing a reset button can sound a little harsh, a little severe. I I would say you know, don't be afraid to take a different perspective of things. I mean, that's really what I tried to do in the book was give people a different perspective on very common situations. I mean, again, it's based on my life. It's all about what I was going through at the time and what I felt was the lesson at the time. And it, it's don't be afraid to, to change the story because we all have these stories inside our head that when something happens, what it means and why it happens and all this stuff. But those stories are all made up. Yes, absolutely. So it's like, why not? If it's all made up anyway, why not change it to a story that actually empowers us instead of disempowers us? 100%. And it's you know, the, even the back of the book where it says, harness your superpowers you know, you know you'll, you guys have heard me talk about differentiating yourself, getting your voice out there. But even my story has changed in the last couple of months where realizing what your vision is and what those superpowers mean. I'm a superpowers guy, too. I like Superman. I like the Flash. I like Batman, whatever. But my superpowers, as it relates to people, process, product in that order, I like to share stories. I like to provide perspective. So I consider that a process superpower. And product-wise, I like to create connection, whether it's products that I have, services that I have, products or services that Sam has, or any of my other SMB guests that are on here. Sam, this has been an absolute pleasure. I've been looking forward to it since the first first time I appeared on the network. Since we first spoke to each other, I think I've been looking yeah. forward to interviewing you. But, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Well, before we let everybody go today and move on to the entrepreneurial web, we're going to have some fun real quick and visit my three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what is your favorite musical instrument? And who is the artist you'd like to hear play it? So without further ado, being the sci-fi enthusiast that he is, (laughs) uh, Sam's favorite TV show character is James Tiberius (laughs) Kirk. Oh, I, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum speed, Captain. Um, yeah, J- James Tiberius Kirk, you know, somebody who is, uh, you know, surfing, <laughs> surfing the galaxy, basically def- go, go boldly going where no man has gone before. Very fitting for Sam, as he's helped many of others aside myself do exactly that in the uh, It's being an explorer, but you can explore... <laughs> You know, a friend of mine said during the pandemic, you know, if you can't explore outside, explore inside. You know, as much as I want to go out into outer space, inner space is just as deep. I agree. And uh, I know you know very well that I do like <laughs> to make an appearance on stage with my folks here and there. So, Absolutely. Dr. Live Long and Prosper. Very good. Uh, right. your, favorite, your favorite movie character was an awesome one for you, I thought. And that's John Keating, Robert, Robert, Robin Williams' character from Dead Poets Society. Those of you who haven't seen the movie, you know, teach, he plays a teacher, Robin Williams, who uses poetry to embolden his boarding school students to new heights of self-expression. Very impactful movie and yeah. very impactful character for someone like Sam to, 
to really be superimposed on. Yeah. I, I, I loved him because he really was about thinking differently and not just, you know, following the same thing that everyone else does. I mean, think about this one quote here, like, and how it relates today. Like, it's, it's almost like a lost art. Poetry, beauty, romance, love. This, these are what we stay alive for. Not exactly. apps and TikToks and blah, blah, blah. Carpe diem, seize the day. Make your lives extraordinary. Again, phenomenal choice of character. Love it. Very, very cool. Uh, moving on to the favorite movie or TV show side of things. I guess it's no surprise that Star Trek is uh, a favorite TV show. And I know you're the captain, so uh, I'll sit right by your side there, Captain. Uh, but going into the movie side of things, um, sci-fi, Star Wars. Um, yeah, it's Star Wars. Uh, obviously, Sam likes to spend his time around uh, the the originals: Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Obi Wan Kenobi, Chewie, and Yoda. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, saving the galaxy from the Empire's world-destroying battle station. Or just the fear of actually getting your voice out there because <laughs> he, help, he does help people conquer that. Uh, your Jedi mind tricks will not work on him, I promise you. Um, I know you might, I don't know if you see yourself as the Han Solo, but uh, I kind of consider you to be the Yoda of everything. I'm sorry, it's an ugly picture. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I really like uh, Obi-Wan. I mean, uh, Yoda, of course, is the ultimate, but I consider myself more an Obi-Wan as so as far as helping people conquer that fear of uh, public speaking and getting your voice out there, I sense much fear in you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love that you're a Yoda on my shoulder. And if I could be a creepy Yoda on your uh, shoulder, that's, uh, I welcome that opportunity. <laughs> uh, but you know, moving into the, uh, the music side of things, I guess it's no surprise that the instrument of choice is the human voice. And Emerson, Lake, and Palmer was the answer. And mm. especially uh, Greg Lake, also from uh, King Crimson fame, uh, the yes. passed away a couple of years ago, but uh, great discussion points. Sam, thank you so much for being here once again. I uh, tried to list all of Sam's contact information, but he's got too many businesses and all of that. Uh, you guys can obviously reach out to the station, talkradio.myc. He's the man behind the curtain, the, the magic behind everything. So, you know, you'll find him if you reach out to us, I promise you. Uh, coming up next week, we are going to be talking about the entrepreneur's secret weapon. And what do I mean by that? Well, we're going to be talking about how to grow your SMB a little more organically, authentically, strategically, efficiently, all while enjoying life and business 110%, which is something that I really need to focus on as well. We're going to be talking about this with my good friend, Suzanne Taylor King, also known as STK, which Mm -hmm. your table is ready. Um, You know, looking forward to that. She's the founder of Taylor Coaching and Consulting Agency. Until then, Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Always Friday. Uh, we hope you guys gained some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. We'll be right back here on talkradio.myc, 11 a.m. Eastern time, Friday next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. at www.talkradio.nyc now broadcasting 24 hours a day hey everybody it's tommy d the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic each week here on talkradio.nyc i host a program philanthropy and focus Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2 They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc.
Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 